The Pod Buffet. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to The Pod Buffet, a podcast of podcasts and an eclectic mix of flavours. And since today is the Saturday Digest version, we have two episodes for you. The first one is Bruce Devereaux of the Creatively Engaging Podcast. Hey, Bruce, great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Pod Buffet. Hey, thank you, Steve. Nice to see you. The Changemakers and Storytellers Reshaping How We View Aging in our communities. What a wonderful summary that, that you've got for your podcast. So what, what would you say was at the heart of, of the podcast? When people look at aging, they u- usually just look at it as a time of loss uh, and a time of tragedy. And as Ann Basting would say, who's a leader in the field, it's really a time of potential and opportunity. You know, as we age, as you mentioned, our bodies change, our cognitive abilities have change, but we still have imagination a lot of the times and creativity. And with my podcast and the work that I do, I work within for the last 30 years within aging care. What I do is really try to focus on the creative potential and seeing the creative arts as a tool for engaging with people. So looking at shifting, say the care center from a place of just being a care center to almost a cultural center. Like how can we take say, which people have commonly referred to as a nursing home or an old age person's home in the community. And how can we transform that and turn it into a hub for other people in the community for engaging with our elders? You know, a lot of the times through the arts, the creative arts, it's about contribution and purpose. Ageism, ageist attitudes, disabling conditions say that we may get as we age tend to put us in a box uh, in the late in the third act of our lives, so to speak, uh, where we're not seen as as valuable uh, as part of community members. But I think what it shows when you're engaging people in the creative arts that there is that potential there. And looking at it in the sense that I work a lot with people who have dementia, and a lot of the times people really focus on trying to get the person to remember. Mm. And and a lot of times that's not going to happen. It's only going to lead to frustration. And the focus of my work and the work of people that I follow, like Ann Basting and Time Slips and Susan McFadden, is really about imagination. And that's an amazing tool, especially when you're working with people that have the lived experience of dementia. You're not giving them the stress and strain of trying to remember, feeling embarrassed because they can't remember, but playing on that world of imagination and breaking out in, in that area. I loved some of your, your early episodes. How do you decide the next episode? How do you choose people? You know, I may know, I may hear of a story, something that's happened in their life. Uh, and then I would approach them um, to be, to be part of uh, one of the episodes being one of the interviews. Um, like for example, the very first interview that I did was with Dorothy. She has no cognitive disability at all. She's as sharp as a tack, so to speak. Um, but you know, we uncovered a recording of hers that she did like 70 years earlier when she was 17 years old, um, or 60 years earlier. And it's an amazing, it was recorded on a wire. I didn't even know what a wire recording was. 
<laughs> no, we neither. When I heard it, I thought, oh, goodness. And it's, it is phenomenal. Yeah, I, and I had to look it up. I had to see, like Dorothy kept saying, well, I recorded it on a wire. I'm thinking, well, what's a wire? Sure enough, it was recorded in a Prince George, Northern British Columbia uh, radio station, and they used to do the recordings on a wire, just like a, looked like a heavy gauge fishing reel wire. And it was transferred, I guess, to vinyl. And then the copy we had was eventually it made its way down onto a cassette that she had dug out of an old shoebox. And it was fascinating to listen to because it's her and, you know, her telling her story. And then her mother's recording is on that also. Uh, so she had the opportunity to chat with her about her mother on that. So, you know, so I speak with in, in the show, I mean, I speak with people that say are aging that, um, that have incredible life experiences. But I also speak with, when I refer to the change makers, I also refer to the people like Susan McFadden's and the Gary Glazner's and the Ann Bastings uh, and the Ashton Applewhites who deal in a society level on creating change and how do we change the perspective of what aging is in our community and how do we change the perspective of how those individuals can contribute because bottom line is it's us, Steve, <laughs> you know, down the road, right? And once you start to feel, I think, ageist attitudes towards yourself and the effects of ageism, then you start to take an interest in it and you start to realize that, yeah, I can still do this. I can still contribute. But if people are telling you because of your age, you can't, then that's a barrier that we're trying to push out of the way, so to speak. And especially if you're looking at care in, in one area of aging, and by all means, as we age, it doesn't mean that we're all going to need care. As Ashton puts it, we're never independent. We're always interdependent. And that's a key thing to remember. No matter if you're young, no matter middle-aged, or no matter if you're older, you're always connected to other individuals and that you always need some degree of support throughout your life. Very rare a person could be a solo lone ranger their whole way through their life, right? So, yeah. Interesting. I, I listened to one of your, your episodes, but it was talking about the, the relationships and how they changed and, and about becoming a carer. I know that was, um, that's Dr. Aaron Blythe. And, his book, When Caregiving Calls, it's a fantastic book. I mean, I've worked in this field for 30 years. And his book, I think, is really one of the best books I've ever read on the topic of being a caregiver. Because for one, it's clear. It's simple. He's an incredibly smart guy, incredible level of experience. But he just, he knows this, the state that people are in when they're entering that caregiving role and what you were talking about is caregiver identity theory and I had not known about that until I met with Aaron and uh, did the podcast and that was fascinating to me because I would see it all the time with all the families that I work with some family members you know they maintain that role of say a husband or a wife and provide care and some people it totally absorbs them and they lose their identity and that you know that can be really tricky right because if they lose their identity in caring for somebody then when the person they're they're caring with that they pass away then that person now has 
what's my identity? Who am I? And it creates some really, really tough dynamics for that person. So if anybody was going down the road of being a caregiver and knows somebody that's a caregiver, I would say listen to that episode. I would highly recommend that episode because that is, Aaron is amazing. And I would get the book too. I bought probably 12 copies of that book already and given it away. Excellent. Yeah, it's great. So where's the best place for people to find you and find the, the podcast? www.thecreativelyengaging.com is the website. And then it's on all the other platforms like Apple, Spotify, all the, the regular locations to find podcasts. So. Absolutely. We'll have it in the episode notes so people can just click on the link. Oh, that's really great, Bruce. Thank you so much for being with us today and for, for sharing uh, the origins and the, the developments of, of the podcast. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you again soon. Yeah, that's great, Steve. Thank you. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this taster from the Pod Buffet. Check out the full podcast by following the links in the episode notes. See you again soon. And next up, we have Cat Preston with Collective Wisdom. Hi, Cat. It is so good to have you on the Pod Buffet. Thank you for agreeing to spend some time with me. Hi, Steve. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. When I listen to you on your podcast, I'm thinking, here is someone who knows. Here's someone who knows stuff, who knows things, but also knows that they don't know all the answers. And you've got that curiosity and kind of interest that really comes through. There's a, I need to find out some more from this person. You're drawing stuff out of people. The Collective Wisdom Podcast, which is a great name uh, for what you do, because you're gathering stuff from people. So how, how did you settle on the name of the podcast? Um, well, that's an easy one, actually, because when I work as a coach for Akimbo, um, behind the scenes, we always have a Slack channel. There's a part of that channel called Collective Wisdom. And I just thought, it's such an amazing space. And there's never a time where you don't have insight, different ideas. So that was an obvious thing for me because everyone knows something. And, you know, when we combine that information, even, even one of the sort of founding principles of, um, of Akimbo is nobody knows everything, but together we know a lot. So it kind of feeds into that philosophy and just how much we can learn from other people if we take the time to really sit down and listen. Yeah. No, that's that's a good foundation, isn't it? You've traveled a lot. Absolutely. It's much more than travel, though, because you've actually lived in various places as well. So you, you'll have met lots of different people, different kinds of people along the way. And I'm thinking that that's probably fueled that curiosity and that interest in in other people. The, the kind of guests that you've got, I, I know some of them, but not not most of them. So how do you decide who you're going to talk to and get some wisdom from? Well, you're absolutely right that, you know, I've been privileged enough to be able to call six different countries home, uh, mainly Southeast Asia, but I've also lived in the US and France, and I'm from the UK. And I think it's been that experience of meeting people with different worldviews and understanding that, yeah, there are so many different approaches to even things like medicine, you know, you go over to Asia and the advice you'll get from doctors is very different to what I was used to at home. So it's understanding that there's so much ancient wisdom, there's so much that you can glean from those different cultural perspectives, 
that when you actually combine it and add it all together can really help make progress. And so that's been something definitely travel has been important. And as for, you know, the guests, they are. I get to reach out to people and say, you're wise, you're kind, you're a perfect fit for the podcast. So I kind of started initially with mentors in my life. You know, my parents have both been interviewed. Bernadette Jiwa was on the first episode. Mm. People who have helped me get to where I am today. And now it's a very organic thing. I'll just see somebody doing something really good. Mark Domkins has just set up Forever Projects. It's so nice to be able to shine a light on amazing things happening out there. And I wanted it to be a mix of old people, young people, people from different races, religions, cultures, so that you do have that sense of this being a proper collective. Mm. You know, it's it's my take on it, but it's also really important to me that that guest list is as varied and interesting as possible. Yeah. No, so your voice is definitely in there, but along with a lot of uh, amazing other voices as well. It's, it's great. Is there a particular episode that you would say this is like a, a signature episode? If you're going to start with listening to the podcast, which is the one to start with? Well, it's funny that, you know, it's almost like each episode has become if you can make it 1% better than the last one, that's been a sort of goal of mine. I think I arrived at a moment, it was season three, episode one, which is Enrica Greathouse. And her story is not only one of the most compelling and powerful stories, but the way she tells it, I mean, she's a, she's a coach on the Story Skills Workshop. It brings tears to my eyes. I've had such great feedback about it. But, you know, I've since gone on to interview Mandel Conway, whose mother was killed in the 9-11 attacks. And it, it almost does feel like each episode brings with it a new sense of slightly more confidence in me, you know, in, in being able to sort of hold those stories and be trusted with them. But also just, yeah, just digging into understanding the value that, you know, getting to the gold. And so that's what I, I think I'm getting better at. And watching that evolution, even through the first three series, has been quite interesting. Yeah. So three series, they come out weekly? Yeah. So I release Tuesdays at nine o'clock. Um, and yeah, there's once a week. And that that model has worked for me. I've loved having the practice of, you know, having that structure. Because I think for all creatives, it's often we think we want freedom, but actually we need a structure in which to sort of get that creative process going. So it's worked really well. So where could people find you, find the podcast? Yeah, so um, the podcast has its own Instagram page, at collectivewisdom underscore pod, or you can find me. I post every week on LinkedIn, on my LinkedIn profile, Kat Preston. There'll be a little blurb about what each episode is about, so I, I kind of promote it there. Or you can just go to my website, which is catpreston.com, and there's always links to the podcast there, to the latest show. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for sharing a bit about the podcast. And do go check it out, listeners, and we will see you again soon. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Steve. And thanks very much for all the work that you and the team at the uh, Podcasting Fellowship are doing, because without that, there's no way there would have been the Collective Wisdom podcast, for sure. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this taster from the Pod Buffet. Check out the full podcast by following the links in the episode notes. 
See you again soon. 